Twas the night before the draft, and all through Kraken Nation, fans near and far await to see what Ron Francis will do to secure our foundation. We need it all. Elite scores and blue liners, too. As for goaltending, don't get me started. How about securing Gruby a new friend or two? And as for this Kraken faithful, I want a deal for Ryan Donato. He's fun, energetic, and embodies our Kraken motto. No matter what Francis and co. should decide to do, we here at Locked on Kraken will always hold fast and stay true. We've got a draft special coming up for you on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Erica L. Ayala, your host of Locked on Kraken. I bet you didn't know I got uh, dabbled in the poetry. I hope you enjoyed my night before the draft poetry on this here episode of Locked on Kraken. As I said in my poem, we're going to hold fast. We're going to stay true no matter what. But also, as I've been saying, there are some things that the Seattle Kraken will need um, and could do worse than to not try to secure in this draft. Now, I said it on yesterday's episode. I want to reiterate that I do think that there will be some plays at hand. I thought it was very telling that Ron Francis was talking about that to sweeten the pot in free agency, teams want not just draft picks, but prospects. So I wonder, Kraken fans, are there players, active players, that are going to hit free agency or even maybe that he's hoping to scoop up uh, who don't accept qualifying offers, which means they're restricted free agents? Are there targets for the Seattle Kraken? And are they willing to, especially given all of the draft picks that they have in the next handful of drafts, are they willing to target the prospects that will sweeten the pot for active players. I don't know. I'm feeling like we might get a little bit of that. I don't think this is going to be a straightforward draft for the Seattle Kraken, and I don't think it can be. We've talked about that three years, right? We've talked about three years um, is really what I felt was a reasonable timeline for the Seattle Kraken to start, well, to get Kraken. Um, and uh, we're in year two. We're going into year two. Uh, we're already in year two. This is draft number two for the Seattle Kraken. So there is a lot to get done. So on today's episode, what we're first going to focus on is what's Kraken. How many picks do we have? Um, and uh, let's just start off with the basics before any funny business. Then in the second stanza, 
we're going to go over the mock draft. This is what the experts here at Locked on NHL, myself included, this is how we're expecting the draft to go. I'll also give you some bet online odds. And then finally, we'll close out just with uh, a few resources. If you want to know a little bit more about the draft and the, the draft particular to the Seattle Kraken, amazing stuff. Allison Lucan, Bob Condor, you know, I love elevating people who are writing about Seattle, including people that are doing it for the Seattle Kraken. So we're going to head over again to Draft Central so you can look over some of those resources. I'm pretty new to the NHL draft, and there's a particular article that I want to go through that I think makes an, a unique case as to why the NHL draft is a little bit different than the NBA draft and the NFL draft in particular. I would argue that the NHL draft and the MLB draft are very similar. And I'll use actually Allison's argument to make that case. Okay, so we've got a pretty full show, folks. I hope that you are uh, somewhere where you can just enjoy all of this information. As always, thank you for listening to Locked on Kraken and making us your first listen of the day or you know, your first listen of this particular hour <laughs> in the day. Um, we're going to have a good time. I hope you enjoyed my poem. That was an original poem. I, I used to write poetry. I really enjoy it. And I have a bit of a knack for it. And that, oh, I mean, I don't know if you enjoyed my poem or not. I, I certainly did. But I can usually write those things pretty quick. Um, yeah, just have fun. Just have fun with the words. Anyway, let's go. Okay, so let's start you off Draft Central. So for those who are watching on YouTube, you're going to see the graphics here. If you're not watching on YouTube, what you're going to want to do, and I'll have the link in the show notes for you, but you're going to want to go to NHL.com backslash Kraken backslash team backslash draft. Again, NHL.com backslash Kraken backslash team backslash draft. And if you want an easier way to do that, click on the link in the show notes. So we've talked about a lot of these stories before. Um, we've talked about rounding out, trending up. That's essentially what are the numbers? What are the odds that a pick in the first round, but at a, a particular stage in the first round, how NHL, how many NHL games are they going to play? Draft day, wake up call, Riker Evans. Uh, I loved that. It was from the first person perspective. Uh, the NHL combine was a, an interesting article, not as much detail. I know I took you over to the New Jersey Devils probably like a week or two ago. I think they had a really comprehensive uh, combine coverage, which I really loved. Um, so let's take you to how many picks the Seattle Kraken actually have. So if we look at this, we see that the Seattle Kraken in 2022 have 12 picks. Okay. 12 freaking picks in 2022. We've got in round one, our, uh, what I like to call our natural pick, which is how we divvied out in the selecting process. And that's the number four overall pick. Uh, then you see we have two, two picks in, or we have four total picks in round two, one in round three, 
three picks in round four and one pick in rounds five, six, and seven. So the Seattle Kraken can definitely play around with some things here. So that tells us when we have the picks, but it doesn't show exactly um, what the picks are. So in round one, the Seattle Kraken will have the fourth pick in round two the Seattle Kraken will have the third pick in that round which is the 35th pick overall and then the Seattle Kraken will also have the 49th pick overall and then the Seattle Kraken will also have the 58th pick overall um and then also the 61st pick that is from Florida via Calgary. And then in the third round, you see that the Seattle Kraken have their natural pick. Again, third overall in that round. The Seattle Kraken have their three picks. So we have the third pick in that round, which is the 100th overall. Then the Seattle Kraken will have the pick 117. That's from Washington. And then the Seattle Kraken will also have pick 123. That's from Calgary. So if you want to know not just how many picks, and this is where you can find it in Draft Central, not just how many picks that we have, but which specific picks, that's when you head over to ESPN. And this is what the NHL released as far as this, the official draft order. So those, again, are going to be in the show notes for you. Um, and so where the pick lies, the Seattle Kraken will have a high pick, the third pick in every round, uh, except for the first, uh, we got the fourth pick. So the Seattle Kraken in that round have a good chance to get what they want, given who's on the board. Um, as far as, you know, how deep they want to go in the, in the draft. Okay. So that's, again, Draft Central. Uh, that's taking you through. We just took you through the 12 picks for the Seattle Kraken. And um, so coming up next on Locked on Kraken, I'm going to take you over to the mock draft. Now I'm going to give you the mock draft that we have here for the Locked on NHL Network. As of course, Locked on uh, Kraken is a part of that. But um, I'm going to take you through what we are projecting to be the first uh, 16, I guess, picks in the draft. That's coming up on Locked on Kraken. Right now, I want to tell you about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest sports development, league reviews, news, and including this year's NHL draft. And I'm going to take you once again to those odds. They broke them down a little bit more comprehensively than the last time we talked about the overall odds for the draft. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. Head to the website today, use your mobile device, your tablet, whatever you got, and uh, learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. So uh, we've talked about the mock draft a handful of times, and right now I'm going to pull up on the screen for those watching, but you can also check this out. I'll have a link. This is uh, what we have for the Locked On draft. Okay, so the consensus number one pick truly is uh, 
Shane Wright here. Um, Shane Wright, everyone believes, is going to be the number one pick. He's coming from the OHL. He's a center. So we've got two centers going uh, pretty early. Uh, we've got Shane Wright, and then we have Yurag Slavkovsky. I really like Slavkovsky's game. The left winger um, going number two to the Devils. Logan Cooley is the next center, as I mentioned. And then at number four, we're going with Simon Nemec. I like that we are taking the first defenseman off the board as we talked about Cooley versus Nemec versus Hurasek. If you haven't seen that episode, check out the show notes and or the end card because I will suggest it. Hello, my arms are just floating. No head. Sorry for those on audio only because that made no sense. <laughs> anyway, um, I think it is. It, I wouldn't be surprised if we see that the Seattle Kraken take Hirasek instead of Nemish. Uh, but I do think that um, if for whatever reason Slavkovsky is left on the board at four, well, you know, I, I told you a, a week or so ago I was watching draft day. One is like, what the heck is going on there? Because he's, well, I should say, and let me get rid of this real quick. But I mean, we've seen in some of the mock drafts, he's anywhere from like two to nine. I think that's the same roughly for Nemec. So who knows? But like, is it, is there something wrong? Is he not coming over? Like, those are some of the things that it was asked, it's been asked a lot about Russian players. Now, Russian players, we know, are playing in the NHL at all levels. However, with the geopolitics, uh, so, like, stick that in your pipe and smoke it to, like, let's not talk about politics and sports. Well, now you kind of have to. We'll see how that goes. Um, you know, to be determined. Anyway, so that's more or less the draft. I'm not going to go through the full thing, but here's one through 16 on here. Um, you know, I think that uh, Cutter Gaithier is another player. Brad Lambert we see on here. Um, I haven't talked about all of these players because we're picking pretty high. And so some of these players are just not necessarily what I think that we need. Um I wouldn't be surprised if the Seattle Kraken do pick up some centerman depth, but I think that might come in the second round. We've talked about it before on the show. There are some people, some experts who believe that you can get a diamond in the rough when it comes to that second round. And that kind of leads to the next conversation that we're going to have coming up next. Let's talk about some of the articles that you can find in Draft Central, um, including how long does it actually take to develop an NHL player. So that's coming up next on Locked on Kraken. I want to make sure that you know about the NHL draft. So we appreciate you listening to Locked on Kraken. As you know, we are your first listen from the network of the day, or we at least hope to be. And I have told you that I'm traveling. My schedule has been compromised a little bit. Like, wear your masks, people. Make sure you're still taking your tests. That's all I'll say about that. But um, I'm going to be in Chicago uh, so I will uh, keep you posted on the socials for our live draft coverage. What we are going to do tomorrow, though, is I am going to um, 
I'm going to run that special interview. Okay. I've been talking about it, but I want you to hear what this person has to say about what the Seattle Kraken might do in the draft. So you're going to hear at least part of that interview. Um, it is with an amazing hockey mind who's been in the game for quite some time. So that's what we're going to do for tomorrow's show. That'll be up first thing tomorrow. Get you ready for the draft. If you don't want to be too draft intensive, this is a more draft intensive show. But then also I will go live tomorrow and recap our first round moves. Did we go with the number four pick? Did we trade up somewhere else? Did we make some other leaps and bounds? Will I have another poem to read? I guess you're going to have to find out live on Locked on Kraken tomorrow. Okay, so I mentioned the bet online odds. I just want to give them to you again here. Let me pull up our mock draft for you again for those watching. So Shane Wright is who we have. The odds of Shane Wright going number one as the first pick are a minus 325. Um, you know, and then you've got Slavkovsky is a plus 160. Logan Cooley plus 2200. 22 and one odds, essentially, for Logan Cooley. So not thinking that he's going to go one Logan Cooley, but his draft numbers for the third pick are minus 200. So essentially 50-50 odds there is what they're saying. Uh, Logan Cooley at three. Slavkovsky has the best odds at two, which is essentially what we're seeing. Um, so... Nemich, his odds at two are plus 1,400. His odds at three, Nemich, uh, are plus 750. So these are your uh, bet online odds. Again, check out bet online, your number one source for all things sports betting, sports news, you name it. Okay, I'm going to take you back to Draft Central because you have the fabulous Allison Lucan, who, um, you know, is just doing amazing writing. I'm a huge fan. I feel like I say this all the time. Allison Lucan is a rock star, and I'm so thankful to know her and then also be able to follow her work as part of my work in following the Seattle Kraken. Anyway, so the power of patience is the name of this. And, um, you see in this, and some of you may have read this, it's been up for a little bit, but, um, the NHL and NFL both have 32 teams. So you see Allison kind of looking at the trajectory of a prospect for the NFL versus the NHL. Um, and this is where we get it right here. But while each draft usually allows the same number of draftable spots, that's where similarities end. In the NFL, according to profootballreference.com, 239 players of the 259 selected in the summer have already played at least one pro game and 157 have played 10 or more. Meanwhile, to date, just six hockey, just six, okay? Six compared to 239. Uh, six hockey players drafted in 2021 have played in an NHL game with only two, Maddie Beneers being one of them, having played 10 games or more. Uh, so you see that there is a huge difference when you're expected to come up into the pros. 
Um, and so you see that Allison is making the case for why this might be the case. Um, and it's on good time. I like this. And so this is talking about the NCAA and, and how the NCAA plays into it. Um, but then also that there are other development leagues that exist. And that's a model that we don't see in the national football league. We do see it in the NBA. They have the G League. Now, the comparisons that Allison has here are only for men's leagues. If you were to look at the success rates or how difficult it is, for example, if you're drafted in the WNBA, even in the first round, even in the first four picks, like how many of those picks are, are going to have a long career like a Sue Bird, you know, where she's her WNBA career is is, uh, you know, longer uh, or older than some of her teammates. So uh, Allison doesn't go into all of that. But again, I, I know that the comp is because the like for like as far as how many players are, are draft eligible is for the NFL. But you also see um, Allison talking a little bit about Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball also has those mechanisms of the minor league system, and they very much are about trusting the process. Um, and so I think it's really interesting to, to take a look at how some of these other teams do things. And I guess it's a question, like, is this, why is this the case for hockey? Does it make more sense to draft them after a few years in the NCAA, as opposed to having them committed early on? I never really understood that. I, I will be fully transparent. I mean, I, I see it in Major League Baseball. I really don't know why they do that either. But I wonder if with technology and how things are happening at younger and younger ages, is that something that maybe the NHL and Major League Baseball should consider changing? I don't know. I'm open to your thoughts. Let me know. Um, anyway, I really love that. Uh, another article that I thought was really fun is the Meet Our Scouts article. And I was kind of looking at some of the planes, prospectus, and automobiles. Of course, planes, trains, automobiles, some of you might know that. Anyway, I was looking at, like, all of the travel. I need to see, like, do I have a scout-level travel schedule right now? I also heard Blake Bolden. She and I were on a podcast, not together. We were on the same episode, but we weren't interviewed together. And she was talking about all of the travel that she does as a scout and, you know, stuff like that. So this is pretty cool. And then also they have a link in that article so you can meet the scouts. And with Cam and Granato moving on to Vancouver, we have no women scouts. And it's hard to tell because these are black and white photos, but I don't think any of our scouts in the Seattle Kraken uh, pipeline here, either as amateur scouts, European scouts, or pro scouts, they don't seem to be, as I like to say, melanated. So we're missing out on some opportunity here to uh, get back to the Seattle Kraken roots in uh, diversity. Uh, so I would love to see a little bit more of that. I told you before, I have a blank Seattle Kraken jersey once they get their first melanated player. I'll get that changed and I will uh, and I will uh, make sure to do that. Oh, I just realized I wasn't doing the screen share. So sorry. Let me go back really quick. Uh, the screen share here. Um, th this is Allison Lucan's article. Once again, um, this is for um, 
the, you know, the power of, what is it called? Sorry. The power of patience. There, there we go. And comparing the NHL draft to the NBA draft. All this time, I thought that you were looking at the screen share. So my apologies to those um, who are watching on YouTube. Anyway, the scout, uh, also I'll show you the scout video because I thought it was pretty cool. I love the graphics, like the graphics team for the Seattle Kraken, they do a great job. So this is what I was talking about, planes, prospectus, and automobiles. Um, here you go. Uh, two, 25K to 100K miles traveled by airplane, 25 to 45 on the road or in a vehicle, hotel nights, 100 to 175. I got to check my numbers. I feel like I'm uh, a rookie. I could maybe be like rookie scout level, you know, like working my way up to that type of stamina. I do a lot of travel. I'll be on the road again tomorrow. So anyway, check that out. Uh, something else over on Draft Central is um, the they have an article here and it's called all you need to know so some questions can you follow the draft live apps a freaking lootly i mentioned this also the kraken are going to have um, a, a few different immersive experiences at 32 bar and grill which is of course at kraken community iceplex that's starting at 10 a.m Everett Fitzhughes coming through, Dave Tomlinson. Of course, those are your the voice of the Kraken. Those are your voices of the Kraken on um, KJR 950. So if you want to head over to the Kraken community, Iceplex, they're going to be there. There's a lot of cool things from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Um, and that's all before uh, Everett and Dave take over the microphone and walk you through the draft. The Seattle Kraken, as we talked about, are picking in fourth in the first round that will be uh tomorrow july 7th everything you can find again will be on kjr 950 but also espn plus you can watch it on espn and it's if you are in seattle that's 4 p.m pacific time if you are in uh, Chicago, like I will be, then it's 6 p.m and of course 7 p.m eastern time uh draft capital what is draft capital? So I, I love this. I love that they break down like what is the draft capital? Every team is assigned one pick in each of the seven rounds. We talked a little bit about that. Um, but managers can trade away their draft picks or, or they, yeah, they can trade away their draft picks and receive more picks even for futures, we've seen that happen. And so some of the ways that the Seattle Kraken built up draft capital, as you can see here, is with the trades of Lauzon, Giordano, Blackwell, Johansson, Yarncroak as examples. So that's how we built draft capital. Um, when will the Seattle Kraken select or who will they select? Um you know, that's all a matter of what Ronnie Francis and Robert Cron want to do. Uh, what are the rules for draft eligibility? And, and this is where going back to Allison's article. But um, for North American prospects, eligible players need to have turned 18 by September 15th of this year and not be 20 before uh on or before December 31st. European players can be drafted at any age. I always think this is a little bit booty, right? Like it happens in the WNBA as well. Like, why are we saying that in North America, which includes Canada, that you have to be a certain age, but if you're 
if you come from Europe, you can come in earlier. I never understood, like, can someone explain that to me? Truly, I, I truly don't understand why that age requirement exists. Um, I guess maybe they're trying to be kind to the NCAA and get homegrown talent into that system. I don't know. It seems a little bit arbitrary. And actually, there was a NWSL player who fought against that and is now playing for the Portland Thorns. Uh, go Olivia. Um, anyway, how and why is this draft different? We already talked about that. What What's Ronnie's record as a GM? Uh, he selected 12 players of the 33 who have already logged 100 NHL games or more. Not bad. So Ronnie Francis, even if those players don't stay with him, because obviously he's coming back into the fold, 12 out of 33 have logged 100 NHL games or more. Now, how true are those 100 games as far as impact? You know, that's the eye of the beholder. But when you're going back to the numbers game, and we talked about some of this in some of the content, the hashtag content that, um, the, that the Seattle Kraken have up, I mean you know, that it's a metric. It's again, I have the beholder if you like that as a metric. So, you know, I don't know, but again, this is draft in full. Check this out. I'm going to show you on the screen real quick what I've been walking you through. It's kind of like a Q and a, but uh, all you need to know Great job by the Seattle Kraken. And that's where we close it out. So remember, folks, um, there's going to be a lot happening. There's going to be a lot happening in the next handful of hours. We here at Locked on Kraken are hopeful that we can keep you sane, keep you focused, uh, maybe have a few more poems or two written to, to keep it nice and fun. We want it to be fun. I think it's going to be a little more serious. I think we're already starting to see that that the Seattle Kraken have to really get cracking. We got to get down to business. And I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I think there are moves that we make here that might not necessarily make a, a lot of sense until we see how free agency plays out. That's my gut. Um, I thought the Seattle Kraken were going to be a little bit more aggressive with their when they did their expansion draft and do some of that, but they really weren't. Not until the trade deadline. So we'll see. I think it, it, there's playing a little bit to how good are we going to be and how much incremental uh, improvement do we want to see from last season. I'd like to see them be a 500 team. They got to have a winning record. I really do believe that. I think they need to hover much closer to 500 than they did last season. So those are my thoughts. As we said in the poem, uh, we here at Locked on Kraken will always hold fast and stay true. Be kind to yourself and to each other. And tomorrow, that special guest is going to join me talking about their career in hockey and hockey broad and broadcasting, I should say. And also, I mean... Am I mad that the guest agreed with a lot of my Kraken analysis? No, I'm not. So you're going to have two New Yorkers on the show. Lucky you. Lucky you. Two New Yorkers on the show talking hockey. Talking. You see, I, my, my New York accent started coming out. Talking hockey. Talking coffee. Chocolate office. Caucus. No. So, and we're going to talk about the Seattle Kraken. 
and what we think they're going to do, including you see me decked out. If you can see, and if you look at the thumbnail for this episode, you'll see that I am decked out because our guest also is talking about what the NHL needs to do regarding merchandise. And I liked it might be a conversation that we have once we get through a few particulars, which of course is the entry draft free agency, why Ryan Zanato needs to be on the team, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I hope for those that are going up to Montreal, Quebec, safe travels, enjoy your time, and I will catch you hopefully in the Pacific Northwest as we inch closer to training camp.